takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain bench booth or a wild card It's not a double game week, these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast To guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Salah again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Cheers mate Cheers Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks Slight pause there for an intake of a crisp and fresh rebolter But my name is Ben and I'm here with Roscoe. How are you, fella? Yeah, good, thanks, Ben. Enjoying this bolter. It's going down smooth. It's a good pour, would you agree? Yeah, I think I like the word crisp. I think that is the best way to describe it. For all the UK listeners, when you get over to Australia, you come over and you have a bolter. It blows your head off. It's uh, exceedingly refreshing. And it's actually um, Mick he, Fanning the surfer. It's his, it's his beer, isn't it? It was his beer and then he sold out to the big man. But it originally was his beer. Yes. The lad that punched the great white shark, which I'm about. <laughs> it does yeah, feel like you've been attacked by a great white shark. After, after a few, bun. After a few <laughs> bites. <laughs> I totally agree. And the next morning, it's like you've... Uh, yeah, we, we won't go into that. I'm pretty sure we've coined it rocket fuel, yeah. is, the, is, is how we refer to it. But yeah, the, one of the better beers, I'd say, in Australia. Um, today we're going to be going over results of last week. We're going to review um, who did what. We're going to look at some Mavericks. We'll jump into the Twitter league and then um, we'll be picking two Mavericks each. And the composition is... Heat up Roscoe because uh, as we'll soon go into, I am back on the front foot. <laughs> we both hate losing and unfortunately <laughs> it was me that lost this week. <laughs> Mate, so maybe what we'll do is, uh, as always, we'll review the scores of last week. How did you get on last week, mate? Not good. Um, I played my wild cards to set myself up for the doubles. Um, I probably did a fairly uh, typical wildcard in some regards. I've, I've tripled up on Brighton. Um, I've got, uh, I went with two Brentford players. Um, my main big call, I think, was I went Watkins over Tony, uh, which didn't work. And I also went really rogue and put in Emerson Royale at Spurs and that was based on wait hang on a minute mate because <laughs> let me just stop you the here. worst I've, I've had this chat on the FPL Mavericks group everybody that comes on the podcast we have a little WhatsApp group and about a month ago I, st- I slated that the two worst footballers in the Premier League were in fact Junior Firpo and Emerson Royale and ever since I kissed them with that curse they've been playing out their skin now They've been great. I thought I was going to get a sneaky win here because I don't follow Spurs that closely, but 
Emerson Royale had got seven points against Chelsea, 15 points against West Ham, six points against Man City, nine points against Fulham, seven points against Man City in the last run of fixtures. So I thought, here I am, Doherty's gone, Emerson's the man, I did not know about, slash forgot about, Pedro Porro, who I still don't <laughs> Pedro. know, don't even know really who Pedro Porro is. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't know who he is, but for some reason, um, a, a defender that has been part of seven clean sheets and, and, and uh, attacking contributions was dropped in favour of Pedro Porro, so Conte uh, screwed me over there. Wait, hang on, can I just... Can I just say something? That's very Spursy, isn't it? It's very Spursy. They've been on a winning run and they changed the team. They changed the team, they lose the game. Now, at this stage, I'm looking quite good because I've got Estupinion on the bench for Brighton who's getting a clean sheet. So it doesn't matter that Emerson's not going to play. And in fact, even if Emerson plays, he doesn't get any points because of the, the conceded the goal. So Conte, just to really finished me off. <laughs> Who, by the way, isn't well. He's in, like, uh, recovery. Well, Conte's deputy. He's not well Maybe in the Maybe Conte wouldn't have I don't know. 81st minute. Subs on. Emerson yeah. Royale locks in me for a point. Um, anyway, very upset with that one. That was the rogue choice. Um, I've got Gabriel in the team. Henry from Brentford. Saka, Odegaard, Matoma, Rashford, Kane, Haaland, Watkins. Um, I've already made my transfer for this week to Tony from Watkins, which was always the plan. I just really thought I might win Watkins over Tony this week and then free transfer next week, but I uh, did not win that one either. So, so that's the team. In fairness, mate, 34 points overall. You've obviously got a little bit unlucky as a, an understatement, but... You're very well set up for weeks moving I've got to write this week off and hope that I've made the right choices on the wild card. Yeah. And well, we'll get into it, I'm sure, in a bit. But um, Brentford, there's... I think last week I actually said there's not many players at Brentford I was look at. I was probably just a bit uninformed. When you, when you look at it, I think there's so many options there. If you want to put them in for the double game week, there's quite a lot of choices you've got to make because they, they all look quite good options. Fair, mate. Maybe that's a good juncture into my week. I didn't have a great week. I actually had an excruciating week. So um, I took a minus eight or a minus 12. I can't remember what I took. I just like flinging hits. You know how I roll, mate. Mm. Um, <laughs> I got 47 points overall. Arita Balaga. I don't know why after a beer I can actually pronounce Arita Balaga. And when I'm that's sober. That's amazing, yeah. I, when I'm sober, I can't. <laughs> Say Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta? No, I still don't. <laughs> anyway, that cunt. Um, sorry, I'll cut that out. Um, in the back line. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon leave it in. Yeah, maybe Before leave it in. No, no one really listens to it, do they? Um, you've got Zinchenko, left back. Trent. Ben Mee. Minus one for sure. Jackie Grealish, who did nothing. Saka, captaincy. I do not know how Saka got nothing. He had numerous cho- chances. I captained Saka as well, so yeah, another dud. And then Martin Odegaard, who had 11 shots. That's the most <laughs> this year. And the bloke got two points. Also Odegaard owner, yeah. Yep, and then Haaland, who's got me four. Brennan Johnson, who's my saviour. 
who was my maverick from last week, who got me 13 points. Um, I think you could actually see it with this guy. Looked really good in the break, as, as I mentioned last week. And that second finish, did you see the second finish? Yeah, look, sour grapes for me. I watched the goals and I saw the first goal and yeah, I thought, how lucky, you know, spilled from the keeper, easy tapping almost. Uh, so I thought, you know, Ben's got lucky here. He's not really beat me. And then I saw the second goal and that finish and I thought, yeah, fair play. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's got a little bit. He's done, he's done well there, yeah. Did the eye test. Hard for me to watch Forrest perform at, at any time, let alone losing... A they, maverick shout for a Forest player as well. I hate to inform you, I think they're going to stay up just from their home form. Yeah, well, uh, they've spent over 100 million, so you you better hope they do. I think they will, um, but they'll still be in the fight. Anything can happen. Uh, and then to finish, we had Tony, who got me the eight. Um, and I basically took a minus for, for him and Ben Mee. So I'm very happy to have them in, because uh, I've got no chips less as a, an idiot would do. Uh, on my bench, I had Mares with zero, who's been an absolute infection of my team. Ike Nori, who has been whipped in and out. I, I really think, technically, Ike Nori is a decent enough player. That's why I brought him in with his run. Although he's been done by Bueno, who turns out he's actually a better player than him. I think you must have banged your head the day that you put Ike Nori in your team. I, yeah, I, I basically watched him and thought, He's a good player, like he'll play. And then Bueno looks pretty good, so he's taking his place. Um, and then I've got the uh, insult of Cody Gakpo with 14 points. Yeah, That's Liverpool, jeez. I mean, I'm sure there's people in the same boat. I put Nunes in last week for a hit, hoping to get a return. Um, obviously didn't and then abandoned him in the wild card so missed his haul this week Gakpo probably similar you brought him in for like the double didn't get a haul you put him on your bench and he hauls so uh, anyone who kept those Liverpool assets in has obviously done well this week can you say that skill or is that luck so everybody that's got a green arrow we can basically say is a Liverpool fan I don't, I'm pretty sure I know Liverpool fans that had Liverpool assets on the bench or sold. Mate, I, I, I swear to God, like, the way that Man United have been playing, nobody in Cat Hell's chance thought that Man United would lose that game 7 Yeah, or wouldn't score. I know it was at Anfield, but you, you, on that form, how do they not get at least a goal? You think there's not a clean sheet in there. It was the most... And I, I, I don't want to go too much into it, but it was the most far-fetched result possible. Yeah, I think it, there was an element of, the, obviously, the few things combined, the players gave up, Liverpool were really on form, and then there was a little bit of luck. I was watching the goals earlier, and I think it was, I think, fifth or sixth goal, I can't remember, but McTominay's blocked something. It's bounced straight back to Liverpool player, who's hit it straight back at him. It's bounced off his shoulder and it's landed right at the feet of Salah. Who's just it, popped it in. Who's 12 yards out and you just think, you know, when it's not your day, it really isn't your day. Like those things go against you. I don't know what Liverpool's XG was. It, it, it surely wasn't seven. So I think a few things came off, but they were, they were amazing and clinical, but they haven't been all season. 
I think it was a combination of things. I think, like, like you say, Liverpool do have the right ingredients to hurt teams. They've got young players that are hungry. Things haven't been working. Like Darwin, Darwin Nunes is probably the prime example. You know, he's been a, a laughing stock. He's had so many chances that he should have scored. But all of a sudden, things are starting to come up for him where he gets that bobble in the box or it hits the post and it goes in. Or, you know, that, that little uh, assist that doesn't make it through normally falls to Salah. So there's that. And then also, you look at the Man United players and people like Bruno Fernandes, who have been classed this season, to be fair, throwing in the towel. Yeah, Casemiro, I heard, yeah. did a pretty poor, poor Re- Really showing their character in a way because... When you're playing a, a derby like that, you do anything to, to not be embarrassed because, you know, all the fans that you play for have to go to work the next day. They're That's got to be in. the worst result of all time at Anfield. It is. It's their, wor- it's their worst defeat ever, Man United. Of any, against any team? I think so. And at Anfield, yeah, that's... That's tough. Did you see Carragher in, um, I can't remember which show it was, it might be Monday Night Football, but... 7-Up Can. Yeah, he I just... I love that. He, he, he said seven, um, I think eight or nine times in any, any interview, any question, he just kept referencing seven. Um, but you've got to, you got to enjoy it. Liverpool have had a rubbish season so far by their standards and uh, they're actually on the cusp of top four. So, And, and they could turn around the result. It's Liverpool against Real Madrid. Yeah, the they've, got to be, they've got to be in with, them, in, in with a shout. It was almost like the players at Liverpool performed as you thought they could in that game, whereas most of the season they've clearly struggled. Salah's not been firing and Nunes has been missing everything. Now Nunes only needs two chances to score two goals. So, yeah, that was good. I'm just looking here because our, our mate and my mate, Matt Bettersworth, who is a big Liverpool fan. Huge. Your point, Liverpool fans have got green arrows. Matt looks like did his wild card, went with almost an identical team to me and also scored 34 points, not one Liverpool player in the lineup. So would you say he'll be happy and upset, I imagine. He'll be he'll be spaffing kittens. Would you <laughs> uh, would you say he deserves that for not backing his team? <laughs> if you were I would da- never say if anything Darby bad about are, Matt. If Derby are ever back in the Premier League. No, Will you have any players in your fantasy team? I don't think it'd be safe a safe bet to do that, no. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Not based on 2008. Okay, fair enough. Well, what we'll do is we'll move into the Mavericks League, which is really hotting up. Uh, M, who is obviously my missus, who's converted into fantasy football, really gets upset how in every league she's in, there's a green arrow, but her, but mine. So... That is a, a testament to all the skillful players that are in my league or the Mavericks league. And uh, still, nobody's managed to knock off the Gibraltar fat boy of my uncle on 1696 points. And he only got 35, so I don't know how long he's going to be at the top of this league. He's done all right, he's, he's hanging in there. You've got Sticky Toffees, Richard Chambers. Who got 87. Huge score. Huge score. I don't know how, though. How is that a huge score? All I can see there is... And he captained Harlan, so his captain was a dud, and he still got 87. Oh, sorry. I was on my uncle still. So we've got Matoma, Salah, Ben White. They were the main ones. Looking for any other big scores in there, mate? Can you see any? Let's see down the bottom... 
Pete Steinfort, who I think was at the top not last long season. Ago. Last seven, season, he was always at the top. It, 78 from him. Tim Yule back, back on a green arrow. The Tim play. Espresso Maldini, 69. Who did he have in his team? Matoma and Salah, yep. Uh, Martin's up there at 72. Yep. As Ma well. And Infamous for the best theme song of any podcast. Mate, it's the reason why the podcast wheels keep turning. Uh, whereabouts are you in the league, mate, at the moment? I'm down, obviously, a bad result. So I looked actually on Live FPL website. My game week result was 8 million in the world. So pretty much everybody scored better than me uh, with 34. I'm down to 54th and I'm now just outside the top 1 million. Uh, dropped from 850k to just outside a million. So disappointing, but I think I'm hopefully set up right. I can see Baz, Baz had a good week, 52 points. He is now four points off me. 21 with Salah. For a lad that just watches the SPL, he's doing all right. <laughs> you um, would just watch the SPL if you're a Celtic fan at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. And then you got myself down in the doldrums in the Sadness League. I'm trying to reel in Matt Jousey, who's 10 points in front of me, but alas, I keep taking minus points. Anyway, what we'll do is we'll, we'll make this a really punchy episode and we'll move on to the Mavericks, which I'm winning in, which is... Well, 1-0. Which is yeah. brilliant, because I, I do love to beat you at everything. It's, it's actually great. So, for everyone that's uh, new to the podcast and is uh, listening to me and Roscoe Slur and our bolters, uh, a Maverick is a under 10% owned differential pick that will actually fire you up the mini leagues or it'll shoot in the arse. It's something against the tin plate. Sorry, template. Um, and it's going to help you. So, look, let's jump straight into it. 1-0 last week. I had Brennan Johnson. And uh, you had Watkins. And then I had... Who did I have last week? Kulisevsky. And then you had... Uh... Uh, Eze Eze who did nothing which is a good shot three blanks out of four not great fair enough mate. but it was a weird set of results I think we let ourselves off the hook there and Brendan Johnson was a great shout he, he, he was the only one that actually scored some points so we'll take that so mate I'm, a, I'm actually although I said it because I won I would go into it I'm going to let you have the first pick because you would need it after that <laughs> who's your first uh, pick Okay, my first pick is gonna be Solly March at Brighton. So Solly is 8.1% owned. He's on 108 points for the season. He's got a double game week with Leeds away and Palace at home. The way Brighton are playing, they're two good fixtures. And then I think with Brighton, you've got a few options, obviously, with uh, McAllister, Grosh, Matoma, March. Uh, so it's a bit of a, a lucky dip there, but he's been in great form this season. So I think Solly March is a good map option. Obviously, under the Zerbi, um, Marsh has really 
March? Are we saying March or March? How do you say it? March? I'm saying March because it's, it's like, just like spelled March. like March. Yeah. yeah, no, but it doesn't sound. You're thinking of Jesse Marsh. No, but it doesn't feel right like, when you say March. Anyway. Is he English? Yeah. Well, I so don't know. Is he? March. With a name like Solly. Um, March genuinely, seasons gone by, has been a nothing FPL asset. Under Deserby, he is reborn. It's crazy how certain players take off under certain coaching um, ideologies and objectives and all the rest of it. He's a lot higher up the pitch. I think you have. Yeah, the, he's a wing back, and uh, but the way they play, he's often he's basically the Reese James of the Brighton team, I would say. But do you know what, mate? I, I look at him, and he's like a Leeds player. Like genuinely, he has all championship standards. Yeah, he would be. He, <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree with that. You're watching and you're like, you should do more. You're always in the right positions. I think he's a confidence player because when you, he went on a good run a few weeks ago and when he's scoring, he'll score two or three games in a row and then he'll disappear for 10 games. But at the moment, he, games. he's still on fire. Like you can see in his play, he's still part of he's the team. He's up for it, yeah. And he's, he's pivotal because of his engine. I'm so, looking at this, like his XG per 90 is 0.3. And his uh, expected assist per 90 is also about 0.3. So he's got a one in three chance of a goal a game, one in three chance of an assist a game. That's pretty good. You'd expect him to be involved. And he's got a double game week, so you can double those. So we should see him with at least a goal and an assist. And sorry, um, what was his uh, ownership again? 8.1%. Which is just on the cusp, really. Yeah, like obviously a few people. I'm just looking, Matoma is at 18%. With, so he's clearly the favourite. But would you have to agree with good reason? Like Matoma is the, I would say, one of the best players on the pitch. Most Absolutely, yeah. Matoma is still probably more likely to be getting the goals the, the way he's playing. Um, I have Matoma and I have March. So <laughs> I'm backing both of them. Mate, I think it's a great pick. And I think um, at, at that price point, for people that are trying to find somebody who's got two double game weeks um, with a gap, albeit um, he's going to be worthwhile. Um, on to my pick. I've decided to fight fire with fire because I want to beat you that much. Yeah, we expect no less. So who do you think I would go for? Are we talking Brighton? If I was going to beat you, who would I go for? Are we talking in, in Brighton squad or somewhere else? In Brighton squad. McAllister. Yep. I'm taking no prisoners, baby. Yeah, uh, because you—he's on pens, isn't he? Yeah. So. I've actually, I, when I first watched McAllister, he was um, in the uh, Buenos Aires derby, River Plate versus Boca, and you could see he was actually. Why were you watching that? Because it was like <laughs> 11 p.m. It was like a, the final. It was like 11 a.m. here, so any football will always find it at that time. And you can see he was very classy, and I was very excited to have him in the Premier League. Um, and I must admit, from the, the level he was at then compared to now, sorry, previous to the World Cup, he didn't match up. He didn't actually look like the player that you were watching previously. But now he's really looking to fire. And at 4.2%, with Leeds away, although I hate to say it, and Crystal Palace at home, in Brighton's form, He's on penalties, he's in number 10, he's pushing forward. 
I think he's a must-have, and you've got him in your team, haven't you? No, I've got, as I said, I've got March, I've got Matoma. Oh, so you don't have McAllister? No, I went Solly March. I'm and, backing up my own picks. And, and, and I have as well, but um, how many uh, hits have you taken this, this No, week? none in my wild card so, last but, week. So, fairness, in fairness, you could take a hit. Oh, no, you can't, because you've got three Brighton. I've got Estupinian, Matoma and March. Ooh. And then I've got Raya, Henry and Tony. That's my play for the doubles. So, yeah. in fairness for McAllister's this... McAllister's a great pick. I think it's very, very hard to predict who picks up those Brighton points. McAllister got the penalty this week. So, March would have blanked. Matoma got a goal, but um, it was McAllister that got a goal because of the penalty. So... That's the difference, isn't it? I said Matoma's the absolute standout there. Yeah. Um, there's also Grosh. No. He, he could have had a couple of assists in that game. They, I mean, they dominated West Ham, but he, he put in some good attacks, good, good crosses. Let me pose a question then with the upcoming fixtures. Is there a case for a double up or a triple up on Brighton defensive assets because they are very solid mm, I'm not convinced only on fixtures so who do they play they've got Leeds away Palace at home I mean Brighton will beat us by the way <laughs> yeah but I, it's hard to back it's hard not to expect Leeds to score at, at Ellen Road do you not think you might lose hang on let me just uh can you say that again? <laughs> I said it's hard to imagine Leeds not scoring at Ellen Road, but you'll lose. I remember that forever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> moving on to your second Maverick. Yeah, so on the theme of the double game weeks, I'm going to go with the Brentford player this time. And that player is Mm, bueno. Bastard, that was mine. <laughs> was he? Yeah. <laughs> Great minds. Have you got him in your team? Yeah, I have. Well, I have a thing of uh, any other options for after this chat, but um, I think obviously Tony's out of the picture for a Maverick pick, but Bueno does get involved in a lot, doesn't he? If you watch the highlights, he is and ever-present for them. Uh, there's two games, lots of game time for him. And whilst Tony probably will be the standout and has the penalties, Umbremo's got a really good chance in the double game week. So it's not really anything other than that. I think an eye test, um, an eye test sort of pick where if it doesn't come from Tony, it's likely to come from him, isn't it? But you obviously agree because you put him in your team. Mate, so it's funny, like, <coughs> one thing I'm not good at is stats, and I'm probably not very good at FPL in general, although <coughs> I did get 114k finished last year. Um, I test, I am okay. And Mbuemo is one of them players that you watch him, and he's got it all. He's got speed, he's got ability, mm. he's got great close control. The only thing he can't do is actually finish. If he could finish, he would be a Champions League level player. The uh, assist for his miss last week 
of this week against Fulham, where Rico Henry gets past his man, whips in this beautiful ball that if it fallen for Tony, he just slots it in. And it falls to Embuemo, and he just blazes it over from like a couple of yards out. That yeah. sums him up. And then the next instant, he's smacked a bar, he smacked the bar with an amazing free kick. He's put somebody's pants down. I can't remember whose it was. But he's just like an all-action player that just doesn't have the end product yet. And like we go back to the way that Brentford scout their players. You know, it's a version of Moneyball. I know that their um, model isn't quite Moneyball. But you can see where they bought him. He is an absolute handful. And I have no doubt that he's probably a fan's favourite. But they're probably as frustrated as I am watching him. Yeah, I'm just looking at his stats here. So 24 appearances, five goals, three assists. So if you're on the wing of a mid-table team that scores a lot of goals, you'd be a bit disappointed, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. It's not terrible, but it's also not... It's not that high level that you'd want to be at. You know, you want to see him, I don't know, 10, or 10 goals, 9, 10, 11 goals, and, or 7, 8, 9 assists. But you watch him and you can see why he is actually one of the first names in the team sheet because he's so industrious, he presses everything, and his speed is, he, he, he's as quick as many of the wingers in the league. Like, he's great in the break, and he's a great foil for Tony because he stretches opposition he's only 23 really he looks 33 yeah 1999 he was born mate you can see he that is like outrageous yeah I thought he was older as well 23 um, playing for Cameroon no, he's a good he's French Cameroonian but great great player if he turns up but look, he's, I've seen the highlights of Brentford where he's like, well, like you've just said last week, where he's missing chances he should score. So he's a bit of a risk. And if you're putting him in your FPL team as that third, is he striker on there? Yeah. Yeah, third striker. Uh, you know, who are you sacrificing? So I've got Kane, Harland, Tony. Uh, we've talked about Watkins. There's other single game week players that could easily get in the goals. So, you know, is he easy to fit in? You've obviously gone um, and backed him in your team. So he's an option worth looking at, isn't he? Mate, honestly, I've, um, I've been a fan of his for a long time in terms of what, you know, when he plays Leeds or whenever I watch him, you can just see he's an absolute handful. So for Look, me- I'm happy with this because if, if he scores... I've got a better chance of winning the Mavericks bet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if he doesn't score, that's bad for your FPL team. So, I can't lose, yeah. But I don't don't know why you'd be worried about me when I'm 100 points behind you. (laughs) Just like to see you. Yeah, because what? a good mate. Because I beat you last season. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Um, No, fair enough, mate. I think he's a brilliant pick and he'll he'll probably go well. So... um, If I left you scrambling you'll, You'll beat me. No, you have. So, what I'll do is I'll... I'll be very uninspiring here. I've got two options. I've got Cody Gakpo at 4.7%. I think that's a very worthy option because they've got Bournemouth away. It's one of the teams that doesn't have a double and obviously Liverpool um, have a really you know, good game to bounce off. However, 
The only worry with that is that they've got Real Madrid coming up sooner than later. So I'll have another option as well, and it'd be it'd be a um, it'd be a Man United player probably. Interesting. A Man United player under ten percent owned. I don't think that exists, does it? I think you'd be struggling. Let's have a look. Bruno Fernandez, 7.9%. Nah. Alright, we'll go with He's Gap. likely to be dropped. Yeah. But they have got Southampton at home, so yeah, go, it's a good fixture pick. I'll go with Gakpo. I think um I'd rather go with the Man United. I genuinely would like I was playing with this about Shaw and Zinchenko. I think I don't think Man United can play any worse. And Southampton are shit. Whereas Bournemouth, as you saw against um, Arsenal, they've got a bit about them. They're trying to stay up. Whereas I think Southampton are a bit meh. So you say you you would take a United player, but Fernandez is the only player that you go after, and he's like really in the dumps. And what what am I, like, let's let's talk it through for the listeners like. What are Man United's next couple of fixtures? Southampton blank, two matches. Gakpo, yes. Bournemouth blank, two matches. All right, I'm happy to go with the logical decision. Although it's not what you want to hear, who would you go for? Gakpo or Fernandez? Both attacking. I'd go Gakpo. You've got to go, I would pick on form, and Fernandez just had a meltdown. And Gakpo just scored two goals. So I think that's, for me, the tipping of the scale. The only thing I would caveat to that is that Gakpo could get rested. Yeah, and do you drop Fernandez after that performance? He got pretty, got a, lot, a fair bit of abuse for his attitude. Well, if and I, Ten Hag is the sort of manager that makes principled decisions. Well, well, it, well it works two ways, why? Because, uh, Roger Rabbit. Um, it works two ways, that right? That bolt is kicking yeah, in. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Them great whites. Um, it works two ways. If you believe in the player and you defend him, there's a possibility someone like Fernandez comes back firing and he will go and score two goals. However, if you feel like it's just and he's half the reason why the whole team fell apart and a captain should never do that, you should punish him. So it depends. Probably on, first defence in a way. Well, I mean, he's blue, been exceptional. He's been exceptional yeah. for the whole season. So I don't, I don't understand. So we're saying Fernandez over Gakpo. No, I'm <laughs> just saying. And ben, you're making a great case. I'm, I'm yeah. saying uh, the Man United manager, who I cannot pronounce right now after a couple of bolts. Ten Hag. Ten Hag um, should not drop him. He should stick with him. Gotcha. Okay, so you're saying Gakpo. So we've got. Uh, Mbwemo and Gakpo. Yep. And we've got uh, March and McAllister. And McAllister. So you'd say it's a fairly even Maverick pick. Fernandez is a much better player than Mbwemo, but there's a bit of drama in the fixtures. And Fernandez is only under 10%, surely because of the price. And because of the fixtures, for sure. And maybe the fixtures, but but he, you know his price to points ratio has not been very good. But then neither's De Bruyne's, and 
a, a lot of other big players. So we've got two Brighton versus Liverpool and Brentford. Yeah. And Bueno, and I am upset that you picked him Bueno because I wanted him. Will you be upset if you win because of Fernandez? Well, I haven't got Fernandez, have I? I've got Gakpo. Oh, sorry, Gakpo. <laughs> That's the bolter. As <laughs> <laughs> I say, you've been rattling on about uh, Fernandez. You'll be uh, if if Gakpo scores again and you win the bet, you'll not mind me having him Wemo if he blanks. No, it's good. It'll be an interesting weekend. A lot of people played their wild card, uh, like myself this week. That was a pretty common week to do it because of the du- the doubles, the double double, and the blank. So. Um, we'll see really if those wild cards have paid off and everybody like myself piling in on Brentford and Brighton if those two teams don't perform you're really struggling I've got six players across those two teams so um, if they don't get those results it's uh, game on really for everybody else who hadn't wild carded Fair play mate before we jump into a quick roundup of um, Maverick Cap and Upset of the Week from the team that you're going to set up, what would you predict the points? I want to, I want to bring in a new feature. We'll, we'll go we'll go toe for toe. You don't have to tell me. Like it's absolutely fine because I understand that things change due to, to transfer news. On I don't have to tell you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll make a guess. Yeah. What would you say your team that you've got set up will get you in terms of points? And if you can run through that, that'd be fun. Okay. I would say it's my wildcard team the week that it's really supposed to hit, so I need it to do 100 well, points. Yep, okay, go, go for it Which then. I haven't done. Raya? Uh, Raya, Everton and Southampton, both away. So a clean sheet, couple of bonus points, I don't know, 10, 12 points? I would say you'd probably get 12 there, no? 10, 10 or 12, yeah. Okay, That's so cool. 12, cool. Gabriel, Fulham away. Mm, the Arsenal look a bit rocky, but... Let's go three. To be Three. conservative. I always prefer to be conservative. So we're at 15. Estepinion leads away Palace at home. Again, I'd say 10. A, one clean sheet and an assist would be great. So 10. So what are we on? Uh, we're on 25. Yep. Henry, Everton away, Southampton away. Again, one clean sheet. Maybe a bonus point. I'd say 8. Yeah, I agree. So what's that? Uh, 31. 31. Saka against Fulham, goal and assist, let's say. So. Ooh, I was going to just go with goal because I think Fulham are quite solid. They conceded three against Brentford. No, but I think the Arsenal are like the ones they want to aspire to. Right, we're saying what we're saying, eight points, ten points. I'd say six. Six. Was that, all right, let's take that. I'm lost track now. What 37. is that? Thirty-seven. My two Brighton lads, March and Matoma, Leeds away and Palace at home. I would say average 10 points each, but it could fall in a different combo. But who's so 20 points across neither of those. Okay, so that'd be 10 each, so that'd be like what, the 52 was it? No, it was 57. 57, Rashford, Southampton at home, 10. 67. 67, Kane, Forrest at home. He'll score scores. two. One maybe, let's call Kane eight, 75. Yep. Harlan Palace away. He so was, I don't think he's in the great form. I think, yeah, I think he's say five points in a system. Yeah, let's get five. So that, what's that? 80. Yeah. Tony Everton away, Southampton away, and I've captained him. He'll score, he'll score each game. So let's say I get 20 points from Tony, that gets me to 105. 
Agreed. We've done it. Agreed. We've done it. A hundred. So you go what? So you said 105? I said, uh, yeah, okay. Just do 105. Okay, we'll, we'll quickly go through mine. I hope this is not boring for the listeners. I've got Aretha Balaga. <laughs> know, we've got two beers here at least. <laughs> this is... I got Aretha Balaga in net. Um, I reckon he's probably got a clean sheet now. Leicester away. Yeah. They right. didn't score against uh, Southampton, did Let's they? Let's go worst case. Let's give him two. No, give him a clean sheet. Give him a clean sheet. Let's give him a clean sheet. Six. I'm going to put Shaw in for Zinchenko. So I'm hoping that's a clean sheet. Yeah. Six, so that's Six, 12. 12. Ben Mee. Eight. Eight. Okay, so, so that's... Call it 20. 20. Train. Six, seven. Six, seven. Okay, so that's 27. Gakpo. If he plays... Your boy. We'll say, we'll say, we'll say he scores or assists. So that's five. Let's give him five. Yeah. 32, Matoma, I think he goes well. Would you do the same with your two? I said 10 each for the Brighton lads. Okay, so we're on 32 plus two tens for 52. Saka. What did we say, six or eight, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, so let's call it 58. Odegaard gets an assist. Yeah, I put Odegaard on my bench. So 64. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then two lads up front. Two Brentford doubles. Yeah. I reckon two goals and two assists between the four. So what would you say? Reckon, for points? That? Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe eighty. He'll beat me by about twenty points by the looks of it. I'd have to. Interesting agree. way of doing it. I like that. But I mean, we've we've literally, you know, pulling that out of thin air. But uh, yeah, I need to deliver the wild card result. Otherwise, it's all all for naught. As I say. Yeah, I'd say you probably have a really good week and I'll, I'll be 20 points behind you. We will see. Cool, mate. Well, um, Maverick let's Cap. see if I can get back to one all. Mav Cap. It would be, a, I reckon, uh, Mitoma. Why not? Yeah, cool. I'll, um, I'd probably go uh, Embuena. Very Mav. Mbwemo doesn't have the form that Metoma has, but, but he's, he's got, got the potential. He's got the eye test. He's got the potential, and he could come off. Yeah, mate. Well, look, that was good. And then, uh, final thing, upset of the week. Oof. Let's get the fixtures up. What about Forrest to beat Tottenham? Yeah, all right. I'll take that. I'll pay that. Away as well. Yeah. They shouldn't be dropping players like Emerson Royale. Not of that quality. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Leeds. Oh, yeah. I think we've got... We were, we're really good at home. Leeds to be Brighton. It's gonna go, that is a gonna, huge shout. It's going to go against everything that I've said on the pod. Yeah, I was about to say, you've just gone over everything you've just said. No, I, I think I've got a sneaky feeling. We just... I think you... We, we're very good at home. I think you've lost the plot. Do you want to take a bet? That we... Uh... Well, that what, you want to bet that Leeds win? Yeah. 
over your I think we've got a way closer chance than you've got are we betting why don't we just bet some bolters let's bet a bolter bet a bolter happy with that and a cheers for the listeners alright good luck mate good luck mate no chance thank you very much for listening until next time stay tuned